Welcome to Just James's podcast. Scooby Doo Doo, Wobbly Wow, Billy Mariah, Wow, 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 with Thomas, definitely not Timothy. Yeah! Nailed it! Hello, everybody! Welcome back to Just James! It's your host, James. I have my beautiful co-host, Thomas, next to me. He is doing well. Uh, I mentioned, for those of you guys that are new to my podcast, Thomas is my beautiful pot plant. He is next to me. He is gorgeous. He's the brains behind this operation. And he's the funny one in this trio. Uh, I say trio because there's another plant yesterday. I have to admit, I brutally murdered a little seed that I was trying to grow. I spoke about it in last week's podcast, but he has died. He's officially died. I tried to grow him from a seed. Hasn't done very well. Um, and then I had like remorse for killing a little plant. So in exchange, I have collected a plant from the plant shelter, um, also known as B&Q, and I now have another plant. So <laughs> the never-ending cycle of plants. I still don't know where to put him, though. So he is sitting next to Thomas until I find a home for him. Um, and I'm hoping that my murdering of the seed plant um, will inspire the other plants to grow and because they know better than maybe like sacrifice one for the for the goal of teaching everybody else that they need to grow well. <laughs> it sounds so sadistic and terrible. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys are well. It's Wednesday, my dudes. I'm late today. I know that. I am sorry. I um, I was going to record this podcast last night. And between sort of like finishing work and my buddy coming over um for dinner, I it just slipped my mind, and then I suddenly I was literally all day. I've had this nagging feeling, being like, "There's something I need to do. There's something I need to do," uh, and it's just dawned on me that I haven't recorded my podcast this week. So I'm just not an adult this week. I swear. There's some weeks where I'm so good and everything's going great and everything's fine, and there's other weeks where. It's now Wednesday afternoon. You guys are like, where is my podcast? And I haven't even recorded it. So I'm sorry, guys. I'm just me. You know, I have, I love doing this podcast. I enjoy doing it. I love all of you listeners. I've got so many regular listeners and I really value and appreciate you guys. So I'm sorry that some weeks I'm just not a grown up. And some weeks, I mean, that's the whole premise behind my podcast is that I'm not a grown up. I pretend to be. I try to be. But I certainly am not a very good one. Uh, And, you know, sometimes my time management isn't as great as I like it to be. It's so weird because I am such an exceptionally tidy person that everything in my life is so, like, meticulously tidy. And yet I'm so, like, forgetful and, like, I'm late for stuff all the time. And I'm just, like, I'm a bit of, like, Bambi on ice. I'm I'm clumsy. I'm just... I don't, I mean, there's probably a reason why I'm not married, to be fair. <laughs> I got to meet my beautiful nephew. I'm so excited. So I, I kind of lost, I was supposed to go through with my mom on the weekend to meet him. And I just had this like, I just don't want to travel. I just don't want to go anywhere. I just want to like, honestly, close the doors to my flat and not leave. And that's exactly what I did all weekend. So on Friday, I thought, well, let me go. So I decided to do a very different route. I took the National Rail bus that uh, went from London, Victoria to Swindon. 
and the bus said it'll be two hours. I thought, fab, it was 10 quid to do it, done and dusted. And then what I'll do is I'll, I couldn't get a bus back on the same day. So I thought, well, let me get a train back. So the whole the train was more expensive. It would have cost me like 90 pounds to take the train there and back. And then if I just done the two buses, it's 20 quid. So I thought, oh, that's easy. I can work while I'm while I'm on the train. I mean, while I'm on the bus um, and come back. But I couldn't get a return ticket, so I had to get a train ticket. So done and dusted, everything's fine. Well, of course, I didn't take traffic into consideration and roadworks and, 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 and. And my tr- bus trip that was meant to be two hours ended up taking three and a half. So I pretty much would have only had an hour there and during that time anyway my um sister-in-law would have well future sister-in-law would have had to have been with the midwife and baby had to go for a couple of tests so I extended my train a couple of hours so that I could at least get to see him so finally got there I was meant to get there I think at 12 finally got there after two um uh Carrie was with the midwife so I got a little bit of time with my brother we went and bought some groceries and just hung out a bit and then went back and fetched her. Then I got, I literally got like 20 minutes with, with my with my nephew. But he is so freaking stinking cute. I just can't tell you. It's He's just such a cool kid. He sleeps like me. He can sleep through anything. I can, I can literally sleep through a hurricane and wake up in a tree and like would not even like flinch an eyelid. You know, I can, I can sleep through anything. And if I'm tired, I'll sleep anywhere. And Callum seems to be a little bit like that. So it's very cute. He had a hearing test and a, and a test. They tested his like reflexes and stuff. And the little kid did not even flinch. He slept through the whole thing. It's so funny. So, um, yeah, he's a cool, he's really, really cool. He looks just like my brothers. Uh, well, he looks a combination of, of my brothers. So I've been teasing and sort of saying, oh, we need a paternity test. But, um, yeah, it's very cute. I'm very excited. Simon, aunt, I have a the sweetest, stinkiest, cutest little nephew in the whole world. I'm very happy. Um, but man, it's made me broody. It's made me like literally be like, I need a baby. Uh, and you know, I think unfortunately, you know, it's a natural instinct. It's 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 nature's way of like making you also have like that's why babies are cute, so you don't kill them, and so they you want one. And the fact that he's so he's such a good sleeper and such a good eater, it just makes you go, oh well, I can do that. That looks easy. Um, and it's a po- powerful emotion that's sort of like it, it's it affects your body. And I'm at an age where, you know, I my body's screaming for babies anyway. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's, you know, if, if you like excited, there's ways you could tell if you're broody, firstly, if you're like excited about baby showers, um, if you can't resist the urge to peep into strollers and talk to women with babies, if you look at your friend's babies at every opportunity you have, uh, maternity dresses look appealing, um, you find yourself rolling up in a dressing gown and, you know, sticking something under your dress to see what you'd look like when you're pregnant, um, sometimes think even like natural things, like your, your periods become like erratic and irregular. Um, it could sort of be like a symptoms that, you know, your body's obviously doing these things. Um, you know, if you start collecting baby clothes or you start hinting to your parents how nice it would be to have a baby, all these things, all these things work. Um, you know, ba- you know, it's a natural instinct. You, you, you're triggered by your senses, unfortunately, and we're all human, um, and, you know, men can also be broody. It's not just women. You know, there's there's hormones that bond a man to, like, his mates and their offspring. So, you know, ba- men can become broody. It's not just women, you know. Um, 
but you know some people have fertility issues unfortunately and some people um you know have issues in that area i am personally sort of made the decision that i wanted to uh go and have all of that checked out and make sure that all of that works um so i'm actually going through like a private doctor at the moment uh it's not that i'm trying to fall pregnant in any way that's not what i'm doing i am just um I'm just sort of like, you know, making sure that everything works, if that makes any sense. Um, I, I'll i probably go into it in another podcast uh, once I've sort of been through the whole thing but and like why I'm doing it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's something that I'm sort of like going through at the moment and sort of like, go, and I'm actually seeing a, a doc about... Um, about like how to you know like does everything work and is everything working okay and you know and 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 so I'm just kind of like checking it all out at the moment but I'll talk about it another time soon um you know being broody is um is is a really difficult one um um yeah sorry so um I actually paused the podcast because I, with my finger, closed down my little document that I created. <laughs> I sort of like some, you know, most of my podcasts are sort of wing and I just talk about stuff. Um, you know, it's just me. It's just James, as I as I always say. Um, but, you know, some sometimes I sort of just give myself like a, a list of stuff that I kind of want to talk about. So otherwise I go off on a tangent and then have these really long, like, good things and then go, what am I supposed to be talking to you about again? Uh, especially when somebody has like come and asked me to talk about something. Sometimes I'll go off on a tangent and then forget to talk about it. And then the lovely listener will be like, you didn't talk about what I asked for. Um, you know, not in any mean way at all, but just sort of like, you said you would talk about it. So um, sometimes I do sort of make make some crib notes. And then I was like cleaning something on the screen of my laptop that's in front of me. And I've got a touch screen on my laptop and I closed the freaking thing that I was, <laughs> that I had. So I paused the, the podcast, put it back up. You probably wouldn't even have known, um, but I said sorry. And then I was like, nobody will understand why you're saying sorry, James. So I had to just correct myself there. Anyway, anyway, it's one of those days for me, I swear. To, I swear. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, there's some, there's practical tips um, that I had, because I would look, I like Googled, I was like, how do you like not be broody because you know there's also like it's not ideal you know I don't have you know the stable loving relationship that would be needed for it um you know of course I've got my family and all of that but it's it's not and I like I'm not in like a position where I could be like let's just have a baby but seeing sweet cute babies certainly does make you want to do that but I think if it is something that you know if you're if you're trying to have kids and you want to have kids you know, then, you know, there's, there's so many different people that are like trying in different areas. And, you know, as long as you're keeping a, a good communication with your partner, um, you know, don't skip contraceptives unless you're actually trying. Um, and, you know, if you want to have a baby, like discuss with your partner first. I don't, I personally don't believe in trapping anybody and sort of like making anybody, um, you know, do something that they haven't consented to. I think that's the wrong way to do it. Um, you know, maybe volunteer to look after a friend's baby or like my little nephew or something like that and just see for a day if it's something, you know, it might seem great in, in, um, in theory, but if you actually like spend a day with a baby and be like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. There's no way. Then maybe it might just like 
change your perspective. You know, do the maths. Can you financially afford to have a baby, first of all? Or is this the like right stage in your life? I mean, I keep getting told there's never a right stage in anybody's life to have a baby. But I think sometimes if you're going to do it, you just got to wing it. Um, and, you know, if you have to go through f- fertility treatments, I do have some beautiful friends of mine that are going through that. Uh, and it's tough and it's difficult and it's really hard. Um, just know that, you know, the, talk to somebody, talk to a midwife, you know, um, go and speak to a professional and get some advice if you really need to. Um, I'm, I'm one, I'm going to change subject slightly um, because it's, as I said, I'm going to probably talk about another podcast anyway, once I've been through the whole, what, what I want to do and what I'm going through, I just can't, I'll talk about when it's like done because then I can go through it in a bit more detail. Um, but I have mentioned that I, I hate being late for stuff. I really do. But I'm always late for stuff. If that makes sense. I'm the worst person for meetings. I'm always freaking late. Um, I think working, me working as a rep was, I never used to like book times with people. I just be like, all right, I'm going to come around on the 12th uh, and leave it like that because then I could like come and go as I please and I was never actually late. But I mean, I sort of understand that you have to like take responsibility. Um, you know, you have to like, if you're eternally tardy, it can actually like affect that you look, um, taking responsibility actually makes you live longer so it's it's quite a it's like a mental self-awareness and um like a pattern and it can actually make you live longer if you're more responsible and that's apparently um that was actually something that was written in the times um but the article that i read that in i physically can't find and i don't know who said it and when it was said uh, I tried to Google it the other day and I just I couldn't find who had said it. It, it was I think what I was trying to say was just too random for it to sort of come up with it. Um, but if you sort of look at like professional like organizers and productivity experts, they always say like, you know, are you always late for the same amount of time or does it vary? You know, are you always late by five, ten minutes or is it always the same or is it just – some sort of like because then that could be like a psychological hurdle like you're notoriously five minutes late because you psychologically need to be five minutes late uh maybe you're like afraid of the actual time arrival um or sort of like being able to physically fit everything into your day so if you if you always arrive late by 10 minutes and then oh like 10 minutes to one 30 minutes to, to another you know, 40 minutes to another, then there's like a mechanical reason. There's, there's then like, it's not really in your hands. But if it's something that you notoriously are always late for, then your time management skills sort of need the help. And that's my problem. I'm like notoriously five, 10 minutes late always. Um, and there's seven types of people that fall into sort of like three categories there's the deadliner who enjoys the last minute rush and like thrives on the urgency and the like claiming to do their best work under pressure but sometimes it's really difficult to meet deadlines when you haven't given yourself the time restraint in order to do it the fact that you are leaving at last minute doesn't give you the time to sort of like ensure that that you get it in the last sort of second um there's the producer who needs to get a little bit more done in as little time as possible. So that person sort of like checks things over 
uh, massive to-do lists, the amount of time they spend doing things. They hate wasting time, so they schedule themselves to make every minute of the day count. And that sometimes can make you late for stuff because you just literally, your day is too full. And then you get the absent-minded person who's really distracted, distractible. Um, and that's normally like a genetic-based range of like full-blown attention deficit disorder or, or like innocently flakiness. Um, you know, those sort of like absent-minded professionals often like lose track of time, they lose their keys, they forget appointments because it's the ADHD in them. And then they sort of get the people that have like a typical lateness personality. And that's like the rationalizer who would never admit to the lateness, but is almost always late. The indulger who generally lacks self-control um, the evader who tries to control feelings of anxiety and low self-esteem by being late, and the rebel who arrives late because it asserts power. So it, it all depends on like what is making you late. Why, you know, why aren't you watching yourself carefully? I mean, are you watching yourself carefully to like identify what actually makes you late? And producers often like schedule more tasks, chores, and appointments that can be done in the day and sort of like if you suffer from sort of like too many task syndrome I don't even know what that's called to be honest uh, but I think it's like it's it's a definitely like a psychological thing of like trying to fix things or you know before you leave you have to do things and it makes you late for other stuff so I think that like a note to say things like oh I'm running five minutes behind um, it doesn't absolve you from the lateness it just it just shows that person that you're going to be late I think obviously it's a like it's a courtesy to do that but it does sort of like like it doesn't like abscond you from from what you've done wrong either so like things to overcome lateness which is something that I probably need to do because I'm and also because I work from home and live from home I don't have to go to things anymore like I don't have to be in appointments anymore every day but you know, to overcome sort of those sort of things you you sort of like have to create like punctual tasks for yourself you know you almost have to like promise yourself that you're going to like do things that are attainable and like vow to like not hit snooze or um you know, don't overcommit myself to things if I've sort of like got to go to a couple of things. Um, and once you're sort of ready to technical to tackle the chronic lateness, then um, you'll see like the, the mentality of it actually helps because you become less stressed out. It takes that like mental, you'll feel better about it. You'll sort of relearn to tell time, if that makes sense. Um, you know, never plan to be on time, but, you know, plan around to, to make sure that like, if you're, if your plan is at two, then make sure like you have to be there at like 1245, no, 145, what am I talking about? Um, and sort of like plan your, your trips, you know, welcome, you know, if you have to wait for things and welcome the wait, you know, if you're early and you now have to wait on other people is like, bring yourself a magazine, bring yourself like a book that you have to read and, sort of get into the habit of getting there early um and you know sometimes if you've got a friend or family member that's always late just remember that it's not then about you um if you try and like trick people into coming to things 30 minutes earlier that doesn't work because eventually they'll catch on and they'll start like coming later and later because they think that you're giving them the wrong time and then every time your friend is late 
Um, I like one thing you could maybe do is if they're coming for dinner and they're going to be late, then be like, well, if you're going to be late for dinner, then you pay for dessert. And, um, you know, do like little things that will like get their butt into gear because then they'll like get there on time. And, you know, good attention signs. Sometimes it's really difficult to like get outside elements to, to not affect your day. But, um, if you can, then good luck and get to your appointments on time. Um, I had a little bit of a headache today, so I was looking at, at remedies, and I think it's just because I've been staring at my computer for too long without my glasses on, and that's probably the, the bottom line of it. Um, but if you aren't sort of drinking enough water or take a little bit of magnesium, limit, magnesium is actually a really good one, it's, uh, quite strangely, and I take magnesium tablets. Um, I try and drink 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes, what am I talking about, Tw two liters of water um, within the day, and uh, I don't know where I got 30 minutes from, <laughs> and take some magnesium, so magnesium is really an important mineral necessary for like functions in the body, and for blood sugar, and control, and like nerve trans transmissions, but interesting enough, it also shows to be like a safe remedy for headaches. So I always keep like magnesium tablets in the house if I have a headache. And I actually have just run out. And I'm sure maybe that's why I've got a headache. So I take magnesium, calcium and vitamin B together. Um, because I don't drink dairy, um, I have to sort of like keep the calcium. So I, I take those and that works really well because it also helps absorb calcium. Um, I think I could be wrong if anybody who's medical out there and knows better than me please correct me uh limit your alcohol if you can you know try and get enough sleep I haven't been sleeping very well this week I dreamt last night that I was trapped in this house and the one side of the house had this like flood that was on the outside and the other side had volcanic volcanic lava that was coming and like burning the house down and I was like fearful of dying. And then I woke up like all scared. Like who am I? It's just a strange dream. Um, you know, so get trying, you know, as much um, sleep as you can. Um, and try and avoid foods high in histamine. So it's like a chemical food natural um, that's like sort of like in your body. It's found in certain foods like cheeses, fermented food, beer, wine, smoked fish, cured meats. Um, all of those are things that can trigger um, migraines as well. Um, essential oils, make sure that you're sort of taking essential oils, use your aromatic components um, that can be really good for you, like peppermint and lavender oils. They can help with a headache as well. Uh, peppermint's really good on your temples. So if, if you sort of put peppermint oil on your temples, it can actually reduce the tension headaches. Uh, and lavender oil is really good for migraine pain. And if you put that on your upper limbs and inhale it, it helps with that. So you can get peppermint oil and lavender oil online, like the organic ones. Um, and then if you try like a vitamin B complex vitamin as well, that's also really good for the body. It's really good for the for the neurosystem and it's really good for against headaches as well. So a vitamin B, B supplement can really help with that. And then like a cold complex works. Um, you know, I try and eliminate some foods that are in my diet that, that cause headaches as well things like chocolate some citrus fruits sometimes too much coffee uh, all of those things can trigger migraines and because I do get migraines it is something that I have to like do um, I only ever have one or two cups of coffee in the morning and then I'm pretty much done for the day 
but um apparently a caffeine can improve moods so um it can actually help with with sort of headaches and and ibuprofen is one of the other things try acupuncture that's also another one yoga apparently helps quite a bit uh, and there's there's yoga poses that you can do to actually my um help reduce migraines so just youtube that if you if you want to check them out um if you want to avoid strong smells like strong perfumes i there's some perfumes i actually can't have like there, there's a there's a really gorgeous range of joe malone um diffusers that you can get here in london and i love the smell of them but they trigger migraines for me so if i put those diffusers in my flat they actually trigger migraines i can't keep them uh herbal remedies really really help ginger tea is a really good one try and get a little bit of exercise exercise is really good to sort of help with physical activity and get the blood flow and increase all that and many people are negatively impacted by a lot of headaches and i do i am a headache sufferer i do get them quite a bit and i don't wear my glasses enough i don't follow my own advice i eat cheese i fucking consume alcohol like a mofo but I do try and actually I'm I'm lying. I haven't really been drinking lately, to be honest. I think lockdown's really changed me. I'm I'm hardly drinking. Um I mean I had a stage where I'd buy like 18 bottles of wine at the beginning of the month. And like by the by today, the 23rd, I'd be like, I have no booze in my house. And the last time I bought booze, I still have like bottles of bottles of bottles in my in my cupboard. So yeah, I'm not really drinking these days. I think it's just lockdown's changed me a little bit. Um, and I think, yeah, I'm just kind of a little bit over it at the moment. So my hangover is a lot less, <laughs> um, you know, the bottom line is, is that there's so many things that anybody can recommend to you to help with headaches, but I think it all comes down to changing your diet and, you know, changing the way you, what you're putting in your body and what you're putting out of it is definitely going to be a help. And if, if it is something that you're living a really healthy lifestyle, nothing's changing, then I'd say just go and see a medical professional and get some help as well. Maybe just have everything checked out because there might be something a little bit more. <coughs> Sorry, I'm choking on my own spit. Um, there might be, you know, maybe a little bit more of a serious reason why you're suffering from so many headaches at the moment. Uh, Michelle, you got the conundrum right last week. Congratulations. You um you were the first one as 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 you were. Um thank you so much for sending in your answers. So the last week's conundrum is what tastes better what tastes better than it smells? And the answer to that is your tongue. So well done, Mish. You got that really quickly. Uh this week's conundrum, if you want to uh, have a go at answering it you can do so and just send on just james podcast on instagram just underscore james underscore podcast uh send me your answers and um i'll give you a shout out if you get it right and this week's number is i follow you all uh, i follow you all the time and copy your every move but you can't touch me or catch me what am i i follow you all the time you copy your every move, but you can't touch me or catch me. What am I? So send me your answers. I'll be curious to know what you guys think it is. And um, this week I don't have any good reviews. I haven't been anywhere. I haven't done anything. I literally haven't left my housey. Um, so quite honestly, I don't really have any any good service reviews for you this week. But I've been watching Hunting Bee on uh tiktok it's a page as 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 it sort of says in its name about bees but the lady that runs this bee um 
farm is so interesting and you learn so much about bees that I now even have water out for the bees because I feel like so connected to them and I just want to like help them and and like give them water so they can like do well for their hives there's I'm just trying to like help the bees so go and check her page out it will certainly make you want to um like look after the bees a little bit and I find it really fascinating um you know watching how they actually function because they're just they're just so freaking cool so yeah I really do love love bees (laughs) but guys you know I'm finding this week that music is really powerful to motivate you and you know there's so much music and motivational quotes and there's so much motivation in songs so I want every each and every one of you this one morning this week even if it's just one is to wake up Put a really cool pumping song on, a song that's going to make you happy before you start your day. Dance around your room if you have to. Put it in your earphones, head off to work, and I hope that you find some motivation in some music this week. Um, I hope you have a lovely week, everybody. I'm sorry this podcast is late, and we and it's a little bit short this week, but I thought I'd make it short and sweet, and we'll have a nice long one again next week. Have a lovely week, everybody. Goodbye. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. They're the two best friends that anyone can have. Just James and Thomas the Plant.